Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hoot Chronicles. I'm Lauren and that's Carla. Hello. We will be sharing our thoughts and perceptions on the materials we've read for this episode. And just to be very clear, like we are every week or every month, we will not be reading the entire book on the podcast, so don't worry. We will discuss our impressions of the book or the article we've read and potentially use some quotes if it's appropriate. And Carl is going to be talking about the book this month, and our book is called The Supervisor's Guide, Evidence-Based Strategies for Promoting Work Quality and Enjoyment Among Human Service Staff. Thank you, Lauren. Oh, such a lengthy title, isn't it? Just... <laughs> so guys, we, on a quick note, Lauren and I are both ill today, so <laughs> we have a sobo, we both... <laughs> So if this episode sounds weird, we apologize. Yeah, sorry guys. We, and we're still recording, we're still recording. <laughs> oh, ill across the continents, fantastic. Um, so, and now let's talk about the authors. There are three authors, Reed, Parsons and Green. I should start by thanking Mr. Reed's website, which gave me a lot of information about the authors. Um, so I'll just mention a summarized list of accomplishments they've done. And if you're curious for more details, you can go to the website yourself, which is www.dennishreadau.com. So it's www.dennishreadau.com. Okay, so Mr. H, Dennis H. Reed, he has over 40 years of experience proving, directing, and researching provision for supports and services for people with intellectual disabilities and autism. He's published over 150 journal articles, jeepers, sure. chapters, and I know, and books, as well as several widely used training curricula. 150, oh my days. Just writing one must yeah, be. Yeah, he's been busy. I know. Uh, Marsha B. Parsons has worked with individuals across the lifespan and difficulty spectrum. She started as a classroom teacher for children with mild intellectual disabilities and later as a curriculum specialist and director of vocational programs for adults with severe disabilities and autism. She has authored and co-authored more than 50 journal articles and book chapters and has served on the editorial boards of the Journal of Applied Behavior Analysis and Behavior Analysis in Practice. Another very busy person. Sure. <laughs> the person I that have less doesn't mean that she's done less, but it's just the thing, the person I have less information for is Carol W. Green, noted practitioner, educational administrator, and applied research in the human services. She has provided many professional presentations across the United States as well as in Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. So it sounds like she she writes less and she does more. So the other two do more, do a lot, but I'm just saying there's the previous two authors I mentioned, more of the journal and the books, and this person seems like she does more presentations and, you know, life stuff. So, okay, so those are the authors. And the topic, well, in a nutshell, is about different procedures on how to supervise staff, particularly human servicing staff. So they discuss BSD, which stands for Behavioral Skills Training, and TEMP, a task enjoyment motivation protocol, and they do discuss the strategies that can be used when supervising staff. Who is it for? So I would say having a basic knowledge of ABA would help before reading this book, even if it's just the concepts of reinforcement and shaping. 
but this book and their procedures can be used by people who supervise others, even if they're not in the ABA field. Even people who are supervised could read this because it gives them a lot of a bit of insight um, on how and why supervision occurs. A brief summary of contents. So this book has five sections. It has one introduction to supervision, two critical supervisory skills, three resolving common performance problems, four supervising from a distance telehealth, and five selected reading. So each section will have an you know x amount of chapters. Uh, each chapter will have examples and a summary of the topics discussed at the end. So I'm going to talk a bit about each section. First, introduction to supervision. As the title uh, indicates, it's an introduction. So there will be a general discussion of what supervision is and why it's important, etc. Section two is the largest in terms of number of chapters. And it goes into important skills to have as a supervisor. In this section, procedure, procedures such as the BST and TEMP are discussed, discussed in depth. Section 3 looks into performance problems and suggests manners of resolving it. So how can you solve performance issues? Section 4 is about supervising not in person. So the book's first edition is from 2012 and the second edition, which is the one I've been reading, is from 2021. So given how technology evolved, um, as well the pandemic, um, you know, the section, it, it is quite recent because of this, because telehealth is, is developing in the last few years quite a lot. So even if you go to Google Scholar, you'll probably see can find now much many more articles than you could in the past. So section five is suggested reading, articles and books. I do want to say this about the suggested reading. 64% um, of it is over 20 years old. That is, it's before 22. Wait. <gasps> oh, my days today is Bless not the day. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that. So... 64% of it is over 20 years old. So that is, it was published before 2020, 2002. I did count and tally every single suggested reading. Yes, I have issues. Uh, and research done in the past is important. However, I think we do need to consider if that older research is still relevant and if you should be looking at more recent research. Uh, there could be a number of reasons as to why there are you know, more older studies reference, maybe there's not enough recent work, um, or or if there is, it's not as significant, um, or it's not as well done as the older research. But also, and another thing I want to say about the suggested reading, is that I think it could have been added as well at the end of each chapter, instead of, or as, you know, instead of the end of the book, or both, or it could have been, you have, okay, these are the articles relevant for this chapter, and then you can have them all at the end of the book as well. I'm just saying, in terms of organization and, and information, that's just my suggestion. Did I enjoy the book? So, <laughs> the million dollar que question. Um, I struggled preparing for this topic, this part of the episode, so Laura and I both have a lot of respect for the people's work and in no way do we want to discard <coughs> or devalue their efforts but you might have guessed from me saying this <laughs> that the next sentence will be I did not enjoy this book that much um, 
quite frankly, it did make me a bit sad that I didn't enjoy it as I expected, because I was really excited to read it. Um, and Lauren can tell you, because we had to push postpone the recording, because I was like, I just want to read this properly. I, you know, I, I, I want to enjoy the book. And the content is very good. It is. But there's a lot of information and guidance on on and, and well there they have a lot of information guidance on procedures they have a lot of examples but <clears throat> to be honest after chapter 7 i only read the chapter summaries and i felt that was enough and just the tone of the book for me felt really repetitive and i understand the authors wanted to drive the message home and they really want people to understand it very well but it did feel quite tiresome for me to read because at some point, I would even cross out, in pencil, of course, before Lauren yeah, smacks me. Yeah, not okay. Um, <laughs> well, you read it then and then <laughs> see if you don't do it. Like, I, <laughs> I started crossing out the parts I felt unnecessary because they were all repeated. Like, within one chapter, it felt like the same thing was being said multiple times, but with different wording. So, you know, personally, I think the book could have been edited down and reorganized. You know the content is the content is great, but my motivation for reading it really went down the drain because of the repetition and a bit of it felt a bit redundant at some point. Um, saying this though, again, I really like the content. I appreciate the suggested reading, and I love a lot of the examples are, that are given. So please do not come after me. I, I'm not trying to take away from the efforts of the people who wrote it, nor am I questioning their capabilities in the field. These are very experienced and smart people. This is just my perception of reading the book in terms of how it was organized and written. Not the like I, again. I love the content. Okay, guys. <laughs> Yeah, and Lauren, you know anything? what? This is a you know, it's your opinion. You know, then as we said yeah. at the beginning, this is this is your experience of it. So it's not a it's not necessary. Yeah. It's not a negative thing. It's just saying that maybe it would have been easier to to grasp or go through if yeah. it wasn't so repetitive. And that's fine, you know, because you're not saying the content isn't appropriate or whatever. You you appreciated the content yeah. and it's helped you, but maybe it doesn't need to say it that many times. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really was like again i i'm sure if i need to do stuff on supervision i'm gonna go back and look <clears> through the book but now i'm gonna know okay i'm just gonna go to the summary see which section is the one that interests me and then read that part in particular um you know yeah so yeah that was the book so where to get the book um physical book so from eBay is seventy five pounds plus eleven fifty shipping. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, eBay. That's a bit much. No, yeah. Uh, on Amazon is thirty eight fifty six. I got it there for thirty eight twenty eight. So I got it a few pence cheaper. Mm. So it's fine. Book Depository and Blackwell didn't have it. Eight books as well. Seventy five pounds. Seventy five ninety eight. I was like, okay. It's a bit steep. Um, I know. Uh, World of Books and Waterstones didn't have it. So online book. Google Books has it for £34, okay. so that's not too bad. Yeah. And Audible and A-Books didn't... Uh, sorry, Apple Books didn't have it. Uh, and just so you guys know, as a last thing before we go... We are now working on turning our podcast episodes into blog posts. So we will be... You know, we also put any relevant links on the website. Just go to 
abls.com slash blog and you should find the the links and also on the podcast blurb and that was me for the book thanks carla um i think that's really interesting i'm gonna have a look into it i like i like it um when someone inspires me also to read something so thank you and thank you guys for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode of the hoot chronicles our next hoot chronicle episode will be out on monday the 20th of june Please go ahead and rate, like, and subscribe to us. You can find us on Instagram at, at ABA underscore Owls, Chirping with ABA Owls on iTunes or Podbean, and you can look for us on ABA Owls on um, Facebook. And please email us if you have any suggestions or you want to ask us any questions. That's aba.owls.uk at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye.